You're listening to The Journey Podcast. This podcast is part of a larger series called Topics, where we discuss apologetics and current cultural issues. The format of this series is more conversation-centered and will often include guest contributors. We hope that this podcast helps you find your greatest pleasure and purpose in Jesus. Hey guys, my name is Zachary Calderon. I am on staff here at Southcrest with The Journey. Um, We are stoked to have you guys listening in with us today. It's going to be a fun podcast. Today, we are going to be talking to Tatum and Andrew, who will introduce themselves here in just a minute. Um, But we're going to be talking about a couple of tips for how to start college well and how to continue uh, learning and studying and growing as a university student. So we're pretty We are pretty pumped about it. Um, So again, thanks for joining in with us, and uh, we're going to jump right in. Um, So Tatum, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So um, my name is Tatum Ritchie. I am from a really small town called Gale, Borden County. It's about an hour south of here, and I have just started my senior year at Texas Tech. I'm studying accounting um, and just started the master's program, so that's pretty exciting. And um, I've been attending Southcrest for since freshman year, and um, I get to join in on the worship team every once in a while and sing, so that's been really fun. Um, and I actually just started on staff here as well um, in the business office this summer uh, working on accounts payable and payroll. And um, I have a pretty big family, so this has been nice to kind of come to Southcrest and find a family here. Um, So, yeah, that's just a little bit about me. And I'm also um, in Greek life, and I'm in a sorority called Pi Beta Phi. So just went through recruitment and just been hanging out and starting school. Man, that's awesome. Uh, Thanks for sharing, Tatum. Um, Andrew, what about you? You want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, for sure. Um, What's up, guys? I am Andrew Wheeler. I'm from a little bitty town called Stanton, Texas, which I am, which is about like an hour and a half south of here. Um, I am a sophomore here at Texas Tech. I just got into the business school, and I'll be studying business management and business marketing. Um, I've now been going to Southcrest for about a year now, and man, it sure has been awesome. Um just got accepted to be a connect group host and be a part of the church in that way and just being a part and being able to serve has been a really big blessing in my life and uh, so yeah here I am it's pretty great yeah that's amazing Um, I definitely have enjoyed just getting to to know you guys over the past uh, Andrew for you the past year Tatum I've known you a little bit longer than that but um, it's just been really cool to to get to see you guys um, grow and be really good examples of how to take on college and um, continue to grow in your faith. So that's awesome. Um, we're going to jump in uh, to a little bit more of these questions. Um, and so this next question, um, Andrew, we'll have you answer it first. Um, so for many of the freshmen um, or transfer students or anybody who is moving away from home for the first time, this is the first couple of weeks or couple of days um, for them being apart from their families and being apart from their friends back home. Um, and neither of you from Lubbock, as you guys have said. And so how have you guys handled the aspect of being away from home, specifically as freshmen? Um, I think for me, 
the biggest thing, I mean, home was such a huge thing for me and family was like the biggest part of my life. And I have a huge family. We always gathered and did all kinds of stuff together. And so moving away was a big scare for me. And I was really unsure about it. And, um, especially growing up in a great church, um, in Stanton at first Baptist, you know, it, it was, it was a really great time and I had a lot of really great community. So I was really worried about it, but coming here and first and foremost, finding a church home so quickly was a really big blessing. And, um, going off of that, making friends and stuff like that at church specifically and through classes and school and stuff like that was really important to me. Um, and then like dealing with being away from my mom and my dad and my brother, um, staying in contact with them as often as possible was a really big deal for me. Um, obviously it's not as much, you know, because you're not there, you're not with them, you know, you're not always under the rules obviously, but like, contacting them and calling them and texting them and just trying to stay connected with them through prayer and through other things like that was really beneficial to me. And, uh, you know, always isn't always the easiest and only being an hour and a half away is pretty great because they're really, you're right there. But, um, you know, but yeah, just little communication here and there just really helped me a lot throughout this whole journey. So yeah, one thing that I really loved that you said um, was being able to find a church home and a church family really mm-hmm. quickly. So a little uh, side question off of that. Um, how did you find a church family so quickly? What what was the, the steps that you took? Um, mm-hmm. Whether it was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to try 10 different churches in the first yeah. 10 different weeks, or what, what kind of steps did you take to find a church family that, that fit you and that loved you and that cared for you? Okay, so I think I started off kind of asking around my church at home um, and asking my parents and also just doing a little bit of research myself and just looking at different kinds of churches. And, you know, um, I think me and my best bud, Lane, we kind of made a list of things that we kind of wanted to go and try. And um, I know that Tech was offering like Welcome Week activities and like the different churches were doing t- different type of things like that. I've heard of uh, Baptist Student Ministries and different things like that. And so we just kind of went and tried different things and saw that it was a really big importance to participate in things and not miss out. Yeah, um, and, you know, just network and talk to people and learn different things. So we tried, I think it was my... I think I went to two other different services at churches before I made it to Southcrest, but I made it to the first Tuesday night gathering. Um, but just going and trying different things is good and finding a fit that I felt was good for me that felt like home. You know, I felt like through prayer, especially the Lord revealed to me that like, yo, this place is for you, man. Like, this is what it's all about. I couldn't look for a Stanton First Baptist, but I could look for a different type of home. And this place has really become that for me. So that's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. really good. It's, it's been awesome. Um, sweet Tatum. So do you want to um, kind of jump in on that uh, that question as well? Um, how did you handle the aspect of being away from home? Yeah, for sure. So um, like Andrew, I'm not very far from home. So that was a blessing. But um, honestly, through freshman year, there was so many things going on. And I just... Um, gotten involved with my sorority and so there's so much that they have planned for you um, in the fall and um, so I was kept pretty busy throughout the weekends but I got to go home and um, I have a really 
big family. And so um, my younger brother was still at home and he was playing football. And um, my dad's a football coach and sports is like our thing. And so I made it a point to go back for those things and and try to see as much of that as I could because he was starting his junior year. Um, so I did that and I went back every once in a while, but mainly I, st- I tried to stay in Lubbock and just get really plugged in. Um, I got really plugged in into church, um, found my church home really quickly as well um, here at Southcrest. And that made a huge difference just getting to come back when I was here. It was on Thursday night, so I would go to Thursday night gathering and um, did that a lot, but also got involved heavily on campus and just was trying to find a core group of friends, um, just find somewhere that you kind of belong because Texas Tech is huge. And so trying to make it as small as possible coming from a small town um, was really beneficial and uh, like a main point of focus for me. Um, And I think that is what made a big difference uh, um, coming into my freshman year was just getting involved in as much as I could, but not getting burnout, just just having things to do and keep me preoccupied. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of how I handled it. For sure. I want to go back and highlight something that you said um, kind of first when you started was trying to find the balance between staying here at Lubbock and on mm-hmm. campus and with your new community and going back home. Um, and so I was just talking with a buddy yesterday who's an incoming freshman, and he was telling me about how he uh, he and his mom were having a conversation before she left. And she was like, Honey, I need you to tell me the weekend that you are coming home. When are you coming back to see us? Um, and that's a difficult question. One, because sure. we don't know our exam schedule at the beginning of the semester. We don't know when assignments are due. We don't know when homework's due, et cetera, et cetera. And so how did you find a good balance between going home and seeing your family and staying here um, and kind of becoming your own individual in your new community? Right. Um so it, for me, it wasn't too terribly difficult because I'm super close with my mom. I talk to her like every day, multiple times a day. And um, so I kind of kept her updated on what was going on here in Lubbock. And she supported me a lot and wanted me to stay in town and do as much as I could here. Because honestly, you don't get to find yourself and to find where you fit in and the group that you fit in with if you're not ever here. Um, you don't get plugged in the way that you should be if, if you're just running home all the time. Mm-hmm. Not to say that that's bad because this is a very difficult transition, but I just tried to pick and choose like when I knew it was going to be a big game or when I knew there's a big event going on, I tried to make that a priority and try to make those the times when I would go home. And other than that, I would stay here in Lubbock and just try to hang out with friends and... Um, just get really invested here and watch tech football games because that's a blast. So yeah, um, just try to, it was, it is a different balance to find because it is such a short trip, but especially for those that like it's a four hour drive or something, you have to pick and choose those moments and kind of really, it's important to plan out. Like once you get your syllabus, which that's happening for everybody this week, just like find when a good time would be and be like, okay, well I can come this week because I don't think I have anything going on. But also like talk to your parents, be close with your parents that you can tell them, Hey, something really big came up in case like you never know what's going to happen 
um, in the weeks of your life and what's going to come up with school or what's going to come up with your friends or anything like that. So just allowing them to know that you're not putting them on the back burner and, and you still need to maintain that closeness with your family, but you also have to take time to find yourself and invest in friendships here and get involved here. For sure. Yeah. Which is something that both of you guys highlighted was communication with family back home. Um, and so that's obviously really important because um, you want to stay close with your family back home. That's your support system for a lot of people. That's who's paying for you to be here at college. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so obviously you want to continue to have that communication, but you do want the the space to grow into the individual mm-hmm. that God um, has you becoming. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> so that is that is spot on. I think that those were some answers that, that were really great. Um, and so I'm sure both of you at some point in the past year or whether it the past couple of weeks or whatever it might be, have looked back and thought, man, if I could grab freshman Tatum and shake her a little bit and say, Hey, what the heck is wrong with you? Um, I would say this, but yeah, so so what would you guys say to a younger version of yourself, to the freshman first week of classes version of yourself? Andrew, you want to start that yeah, off for us? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, getting started was wild. And, you know, I feel like just for, for, for <coughs> me, starting off the first week, I didn't, I was trying to figure out what crowd I needed to hang out with. I was trying to find friends and I was trying to find, uh, which I was very blessed to find my people very quickly. Um but I hung out with the wrong crowd a little bit in the first couple of weeks and figured out that that was not where I needed to be. And that um, finding people at church and finding people that are going to encourage you is of the utmost importance. Um, I also found myself, um, I guess, starting out probably the first, um, leading up to probably the middle of the semester, um, letting myself get overwhelmed. And like even right now, as Tatum said earlier, we were all getting our syllabuses and all this stuff this week. And like, man, I'm sick and tired of all my teachers emailing me, but (laughs) I have to handle it. And I have to sit down and I have to fix things. I've got to line out what I need to pick up from the bookstore. I've got to figure out all that stuff. And I I would let myself get overwhelmed and I would run away from going to, not going to church, but like going to different opportunities with my friends and learning about new people and just growing in different relationships. And um, I think the biggest thing that I could tell my younger self would be to don't sit back because like you have plenty of time to rest um, and all the rest is of utmost importance and doing your homework and studying and getting everything lined out is of utmost importance. But if you manage your time correctly and more than anything, if you give your time to the Lord, he'll help you figure all that out. But if you're growing in your relationships with your people, man, that is like outrageously beneficial. And, um, so yeah, I think that's probably the biggest thing for me, you know, and not to be so stupid, I guess, you know, I just, you know, there were lots of decisions that I was like, you know, I, I really wish I wouldn't have done that. And now looking back and kind of, and I've, I've matured a lot over the past nine months and the past year. And, you know, it's all because of the Lord. And I'm outrageously thankful for that. But, yeah, just little stuff like that for sure. It's good, man. That's yeah. good. Um, Tatum, what about you? Um, So I look back at my younger self and I'm just like, whoa, you need to chill out, Tatum. Um, 
Because I was telling you earlier, and I was laughing about it, um, I was kind of a little bit of a head case, I guess. Like, in high school, I kind of had everything together, but my parents were taking care of a lot of things, and I didn't really realize that I was going to be so crazy. But, um, like, the first couple of weeks getting into school, I dropped my phone in the toilet and then left my keys in my car in this parking lot of the dorm left the car on and let it die and came out the next morning and it was dead so that was I was blessed in the fact that I didn't get robbed or something and lose my car but I did I ran out of gas in the middle of the street like I was just all over the place a little bit um and I was super stressed about classes and studying and focusing so much on on that and um working so hard to to just do well in the class because that was my main goal but I think I didn't find a very good balance of studying and then having some common sense a little bit but it's okay we're working on that and getting better um but yeah looking back at my freshman self I would just tell myself to like relax a little bit enjoy a little bit more because I think I got so caught up in my purpose of being in school and um trying to get good grades that I kind of stole a little bit like allowed the devil to just like make that my focus instead of reveling in the fact that I had um an awesome church home and amazing people that could pour into me and um just resting in that fact and getting to make stronger relationships and stronger friendships in that time so I would encourage like incoming freshmen to really invest in the relationships that are right here at this time because I mean this is where you're going to make your closest friends and friend groups definitely change throughout college but um I would say like don't get too caught up yes grades are extremely important and they are why you're here but don't let that be all you focus on and lose um all sense of everything else so yeah no that's that's important and I think what's cool is that that both of you guys highlighted hey Grades are really important. Homework is really important. Class is really important. But don't forget like the the quote unquote social aspect mm-hmm. of this because that's where a lot of growth for comes sure. from. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, um, years ago as an incoming freshman, I was the exact opposite. Um, so we know that there's people mm-hmm. out there. I didn't go to class. I didn't do homework. Mm-hmm. I didn't <laughs> check my online like grades. I was like, I'm in college. I'm just going <laughs> to hang out. I'm going to go to the the wreck every night and I'm going to go hang out with my friends and I'm going to go do this and do that and never went to class, um, which is why I was on academic probation for a semester <laughs> after my freshman year. Um, but we cleared that up, so that's okay. Yeah, no shame. Um, and so kind of kind of jumping into the next stuff, Tatum, this question is going to be, um, directed to you. Um, and so like you were saying earlier, you are involved in Greek life. You've, Greek life. You started that your freshman year. Um, and so could you tell us just very quickly what roles you've played in Greek life? Uh, yeah, for sure. So coming in as a freshman, there's not a whole lot. You just get to be a member and it's pretty fun because you kind of get spoiled. But um, <laughs> I knew very quickly um, with the leaders that were in my sorority that that was something I wanted to pursue was um, a position in leadership. And so I started my sophomore year off um, as 
I ran for a position on our executive council, and I was vice president of fraternity development. And so that means nothing to so many of you. But <laughs> um, in that position, I got to plan a few events. So like our Founders Day, where all of our alumni come, and it's a huge deal. Um, I got to plan that and then was in charge of our initiation. So we have like a long initiation week and um, there's plenty of events and banquets and things like that. Um, And then I just get to instill like our core values um, that my sorority Pi Phi is based on. And so that that was really close to my heart. Um, It was the reason that I chose the sorority that I did. And so to get to talk about those all the time and kind of try to get the rest of our members as excited about those as I was, was really fun. And so I did that for a year. And then um, this past January, I ran for another position and got vice president of administration. And so in that role, I get to kind of um, be in charge of like, it's kind of the secretary job. Um, So at all of our chapter meetings, I'm taking notes and um, post all of our information that we share and then um, I'm also like head of our standards uh, board that we have that kind of keeps our members accountable to those values and if somebody is kind of falling short or we can tell that they're struggling with something we'll bring them in and talk to them and just find out what's going on and just remind them what Pi Phi is supposed to stand for and ask them if it's a priority for them and just kind of care about them and keep them accountable so that was really close to my heart because I've seen girls that like might fall through the cracks or they're going through something and it's obvious to so many people but nobody talks to them nobody reached out to them and um, you can tell they're making poor decisions or something and not upholding um, what I believe Pi Phi is based on and so um, it's been fun to be in this position it's very challenging it's been very challenging because you don't want to come off you're kind of the bad guy sometimes the one that's always preaching the rules but it's been um, a period of great growth for me and so I've really enjoyed just trying to get as involved in Pi Phi as I possibly could because it's truly a you get out what you put in type of deal and so I feel like I've invested a lot into it and I have reaped the benefits so greatly it's been it's been really um, a blessing in my life so It's been really fun. So kind of piggybacking off of that question. Um, And so knowing that Greek life comes with a lot of high expectations, um, whether it be uh, expectations from other other sisters that are in your sorority with you or whether it be expectations from the outside world about what um, people that are in Greek life should look like or should act like. Um, and, and coming with those expectations also comes with a lot of challenges and how have you been able to overcome those challenges specifically as a, as a follower of Jesus? Right, right. Um, it definitely does come with its share of challenges. I mean, there's the, there's like an expectation and the stereotype for a, a reason, um, because there are several girls that, and and guys as well in Greek life that might get lost and they um, place their sole identity in that um, and in their sorority or their fraternity and just want to have fun and they are searching for happiness. Um, And so you see a lot of that, but the challenge of that is kind of going in and grounded 
knowing who you are. And so when I went through recruitment and I knew that I, that going to be in a sorority was um, part of my goal, I knew that it was going to be important for me to be grounded in my faith because so many people can get lost in that um, because there is, you know, the quote unquote party scene and the college life, <laughs> the college life scene. <laughs> yes. And, um, so coming in, you, ha- you definitely have to be grounded, but the way that, that you overcome that challenge is finding people that are in your sorority or maybe in another sorority, you know, they have, they have pan love. That's what, that's what we talk about is panel in a club. Um, because there's so many great girls that may not be in your sorority, but finding somebody that shares those values that are so important to you, um, following God and making that a priority and doing what, you know, as a Christian, you would want to stand for, um, having Jesus in your heart is, it's a it's a big deal. And, um, so being in somewhere that, that can have such a bad rap and can have, um, it's difficult times and temptations and things like that. Um, finding people that agree with you and have those same foundations is extremely important. And, um, that's why I wanted to be in a leadership position because I wanted people to know you can be in a sorority. It is possible to be in a sorority and love the Lord. Cause I've met so many girls that do. And it's, yeah. that's why I chose the sorority that I did because they were based on values that I thought were very, um, aligned very well with the biblical perspective. And so, um, I wanted to show people that, hey, you can have fun and not have to get too crazy and um, go against your faith and and things like that. And so I wanted people to be able to see somebody that loves the Lord and loves their sorority and that can have fun in that aspect and allow that to be kind of your mission field and kind of um, where where you get to shine as your Christian and reach those people that people don't normally reach. Because I think people look at, girls in sororities and think they have it all together, think that they shouldn't be worried about anything. And they might in fact be the ones that are the most lost because people have that perspective of them. And so that has been my goal, like getting involved and staying involved and just trying to make the most of being in a sorority and using it in that aspect. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for sharing. Cause I know for, myself who has never been involved in Greek life um, and never really been exposed to it. Um, There's definitely, I think, um, widespread uh, stereotypes about um, the type of people who are in sororities, which obviously not everybody fits a stereotype, right? Um, And so it's, it's always encouraging to me to see people like you, Tatum, or I have a couple of um, buddies who are in Greek life who, who really do love the Lord and who are pursuing the Lord. Um, and so it's really cool to see that there are people that, that love Jesus and that pursue Jesus and that share Jesus in all walks of life, whether it right. be Greek life or whether it be um, the athletic teams or, mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. So that's definitely encouraging. Um, Andrew, earlier you were talking about how you have even seen growth in your own life in the past yes, like nine sure. months to, to a year. Um, and so one thing um, that I would like to say is I do second that. I have seen a ton of growth in your life from when I met you at the beginning of your freshman year 
um, to now at the beginning of your sophomore year. Uh, so what things did you learn throughout your freshman year that aided your growth so much? Um, to start, I think first and foremost, something that I like struggled with a lot at home was consistently being in the word. And so something we kind of talked about was coming to college and then like transition from being away from your family and being away from, uh, I guess like your family schedule and like, you know, cause when you're with your family, your mom has a schedule, your dad has a schedule, your brother has a schedule, your siblings, you know, um, and so, like, when you're in college, you have a schedule, and you're, you, it's quite a bit of freedom that comes with it. And for me, that opened up a lot of time and um, just, I mean, free time to sit and read in my Bible yeah. and to meditate in the Word. And how and it has been outrageously beneficial to me. Um, and, you know, more than just, like, reading over a passage, but sitting and, like I said, meditating and reading a single verse several times over yeah. and digging and trying to see, um, you know, what I can get from it, you know, because we as Christians, you know, in this life that we live, we will only scratch the surface. And, you know, I'm trying to scratch the surface as much as I possibly can. Yeah. And um, that has been a big thing for me of just the free time and the amount of time that I've been able to sit and meditate in the word and in prayer. Um, another thing that has been a huge thing for me lately is discipleship. Mm, and um, as you know, you and I have been doing some discipleship and things together. And that has been so amazing for me. And yeah. the fact that, um, you know, I can, you know, as you've told me and some, uh, my grandfather back at home has told me this before, like you have to, as much as you're going to pour out, you have to be poured back into. And so, um, you know, I've got a kid from uh, my hometown that I've had a really unique opportunity of really getting to pour into him a lot. And it has been wonderful. And then being back up here in Lubbock, being able to pour into you, Zach, and being able to pour into all of my friends and everything, and then receiving that in return has been outrageously encouraging and just uplifting and what a joy it has been, you know? Um, so I think those things specifically have really, um, helped me grow the most and, um, you know, it's just a new stage of life and knowing that God has, I mean, you can't put God in a box, you can't limit him and, you know, just taking advantage of the opportunities, opportunities that he gives you, especially like here in college, um, has been really important to me. So, yeah. yeah. One thing I really do want to point out that you talked about, Andrew, is discipleship or Mm -hmm. or mentorship, um, whatever you guys out there want to call it. Um, But I I know that for a lot of college-age dudes, and I'm also sure that this happens with with the ladies as well, but I can't speak for them. I'm not a lady. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But for me, whenever I was going to, to school and growing up and all that stuff, I struggled a lot with finding the humility to ask somebody to pour into me, mm-hmm. right? I was I was fine, and I was perfect with pouring into people, um, but Andrew, how did you go about finding the humility to, to go to people and to be, hey, you're, you're a little, you're a couple steps ahead of me in life, you're a little bit, whether it be wiser or smarter or whatever it is, and I am, you've experienced more than I have teach me, pour into me, um, disciple me, mentor me, whatever words you wanted to use for that. How did you find the humility in your life to do that? Um, you know, that's a big step. It really is. Um, 
and you know, I feel like that's that's something that Christ calls us to do is to be real and genuine. Yeah. And you know, for me, I had been searching and wanting to take the next step. I wanted to um, become more comfortable with being in the Bible every day, and I wanted it to become uh, easier. I guess you could say. Um, and you know, I didn't necessarily know what to do because being considering myself still a young Christian, because I've still got quite a bit of life to live, you know, I, um, I, I didn't feel like I had the knowledge to answer that question for myself. Um, so seeking the people that I'd met at church and just kind of searching that out and especially through prayer, um, God just kind of revealed to me in a way that I needed to handle that. Yeah. And, you know, um, because sometimes, I mean, plain and simple, you can't answer a question yourself. You don't yeah. know what to do. Yeah. And so I simply gave that to the Lord and was like, God, I really want to take this next step, and I don't know what it is. Yeah. And I need you to reveal that to me. And obviously, uh, well, for me, it wasn't an audible voice, but God, he, he just kind of encouraged me, and I felt like he pushed yeah. me towards certain people. Gave you a people. nudge. Yeah. <laughs> and man, those nudges are pretty great, man. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Um, it'll change your life. It's awesome. That's so yeah, for that's sure. really encouraging to me um, as well because like I feel like one of the places I struggle with is um, getting invested in the word as much as I should. And so like to hear yeah. you say that you've had so much growth from that, and I mean I know that that's where growth comes from, but to like actually see it happening like before your eye, before my eyes, um, yeah. is really awesome. And um, for you to just, I don't know be so humble and find somebody that can pour into you and encourage you to do that is so encouraging to me. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, um, Tatum, we're going to, we're going to jump on to the next question that I'm going to have directed towards you is you're starting your senior year. Yeah. Um, congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. Um, and so you have, accomplished a lot of things. You have learned a lot of things as a student. You have learned the do's of being a student. You have learned the don'ts of being a student. Um, and so like I shared with you earlier, I was a freshman that was just like, I ain't going to class. That's not right. for me. I'm going to just hang out. I'm going to do whatever. Um, what kind of advice, just three tips, would you give to a student on how to actually be a good student? Um, okay, so the first one, I I would say is go to class. That's that it. helps out so much. <laughs> that does um, help. <laughs> and uh, in that same area, um, introduce yourself to your professor. Yeah. Um, I know that that has always made a really big difference to me. Um, for me, when my professor knows who I am and knows that I'm putting in the time and putting in the effort, they're more willing to help you out if yeah. you have something that comes up. If, if you have something crazy come up, like last year, I forgot to turn in a like an assignment on the computer and I emailed my professor and he said yeah I've seen you every time you participate in class um and I'll I'll open it for you and he said keep coming to class because it pays off and so that was that was a major deal for me and so I would encourage you as a freshman it is exhausting and a lot of times you won't want to get up for your 8 a.m or your 9 a.m but it pays off in the end and Um, So that's my first tip. My second tip would be um, not to get so wrapped up. Um, This is something I need to tell myself. So that's why I'm, I think somebody else might need to hear it, not get so wrapped up in the letter grade that you end up with. um, Because I'm somebody that strives for A's no matter what. And I got my first B 
two semesters ago, and then I ended up with three Bs last <laughs> semester, and I could completely fall apart about it, but that's not going to do any good. So that's right. um, I guess that all along goes with, like, keep your focus on your class and find it's just a balance and you just have to find a balance. But I didn't yeah. do a very good job of balancing that last semester and that's why I got my B's. <laughs> but <laughs> um, you're not defined by the gr- letter grade you get. Yeah, so don't sure. let that overwhelm you and don't let that just rule your world because crying about it is not going to do any good. <laughs> it's yeah. not going to change it. <laughs> and you shouldn't because you're in college and there's so many people that would love the opportunity to be here. So it's okay if you don't make that perfect letter grade. Um, and then finally, hmm, I guess it would just, it would just be, be a light, try to be a light in the classroom. Yeah. Um, use that as a mission field as well. Um, because there you are going to encounter so many people on the campus of Texas tech or on the campus of LCU or wherever you are. Um, in college, there is a sea of people and mm-hmm. so many that haven't heard um, mm. the gospel, haven't heard or seen like a kind Christian. They might have this idea of them in their heads that they might judge or something. And so to be loving and kind to the people that you're in class with, um, to be happy and <laughs> joyous um, when you're really in the Lord and you just have a joy about you and um, can come into the classroom with a good attitude. Um, people notice that because not a lot of people come in with a good attitude. So I think just being aware that people's eyes are on you and when you're loving the Lord and you're living for the Lord, it's going to get noticed. And um, there's so many people that can be reached in a classroom or on the campus. So um, taking that opportunity to talk to somebody that maybe you wouldn't normally taking that step and being bold, um, is, is encouraging for sure. Something I need to work on. So maybe I'll do too. (laughs) So, um, this next question, uh, I'm going to direct towards both of you and this will be the the question that we end on. Um, so in my opinion, potentially the, the biggest and the most important question, um, that you guys will answer today. Um, and so, in, in a society where students coming out of high school um, just in, in hordes and huge groups of students stop going to church, they begin to, whether it's lose their faith or they begin to live their own life without Jesus, um, so many people that are in their freshman year of college fall away from the faith. Um, and how did you two... Um, combat that, right? So obviously you're both still here. You guys are both involved in leadership at the church. You guys are both involved in community. You guys are both involved in pouring into people and being poured into. Um, so how did you guys combat um, the, the, the simple um, idea that you could just walk away and you don't have to go to church anymore? You don't have to read the Bible anymore. You don't have to, to love God. Yeah. Um, so how did you guys keep your faith strong. Andrew, I'll let you take it. Okay, cool. Um, you know, just thinking about that whole process, like there's so much temptation that comes through a freshman year of college and not even just that, but college in general, it is insane. Um, and you know, it, like you said, it is easy to just walk away. 
And for me, um, for instance, like last, uh, last year, being a freshman, I realized that whenever I wasn't at church and I didn't go to church, yeah. which was I like, I don't know, I, there are probably two or three, four. I mean, I mean, I can't remember Sundays that I missed because I was like, I am so tired mm. or I missed it. I missed one Tuesday night last semester because I was like, I've got so much to study. I let myself get overwhelmed. Yeah. And I realized that I am not. I mean, I guess I could say I'm, I'm not who God made me to be whenever I'm not at church and I'm not with my people and I'm not getting encouraged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so I guess the encouragement and the prayer and um, the worship and just the all out love that I get yeah. was the thing that kept me going. And the fact that I know that I am who the Lord says I am. But like I've got to be at church and I've got to go and do those things. And it's not like it's a dreadful thing. It's Sundays and Tuesdays and throughout the week are like the best days of the week because I get to be encouraged. I get to be loved on Um, because it's home and it has been the best experience of my life. But I know that um, there's so many that turn away and so many that go away from it. And I really just encourage those people because um, you really find who God made you to be whenever you go to church and whenever you invest in a place like this, Um, although it may be hard, but once you find some people that are going to encourage you and love on you, your life will never be the same. That's awesome. Yeah. Tatum, would you like to weigh in on that? Yeah, um, absolutely. So for me, a lot of what Andrew said, I mean, applies to me, obviously, but coming to Southcrest, um, I felt at home because people knew me and, um, Brandon, our college pastor knew my name and I just felt like I could be held accountable somewhere that somebody knew my name and would know, okay, Tatum wasn't here. I wonder what she's up to. I Mm -hmm. hope she's doing okay. Like that was huge for me. Um, finding a place where I would be noticed if I wasn't there. Mm. Um, so really finding a place that you could call home is so important and finding people, um, in that, in that home that can encourage you and are going to love on you and tell you when you're not going down the right path or can kind of bring you back in, um, was really important for me, um, to stay plugged in. Um, but I've stayed plugged in for like three years and granted there's been times when I've been exhausted or had a, a ton of stuff to do and I've slipped up or, um, not wanted to come on a Tuesday night or not mm-hmm. wanted to go on a Sunday morning, but having people that know you and you're in community with, they can be like, Hey, we missed you. Um, that means a lot. And it, it means the world when you come back and they, you can come to open arms. They're not judging you for missing, but they just, they care that you're gone. And so knowing that somebody cares in the midst of college when it can feel like you could do whatever and nobody cares what you're doing, Mm -hmm. um, was really important to me because you can get away with a ton of stuff, but, but it's nice when you know that people care and are looking out for you and don't let you get away with everything. Um, so I think that's one of the main reasons that I stayed plugged in was just the love that I felt here at Southcrest. Um, 
and just the people that I got close with and just seeing how the Lord has worked in my life. Um, when you stay obedient and you try to do the right thing and it, even when it seems so wrong, like there have been struggles and times that I've gone through in the past three years, um, where you decide it's, it's a turning point and you can decide that you're going to stay faithful or you can say, what is all this for? And thankfully, um, not by my own strength, but I've chosen to still try to pour into the church and still come and be faithful even when it has hurt. And I've, I feel like I've reaped the benefits and seen the blessing of those decisions. And that just keeps me plugged in and keeps me, um, coming back and knowing that this is what is best for me. This is what the Lord has called for me. And, Mm. um, this is where you can see your full potential because you're doing what he has set out for you to do and giving you the strength and the, um, the talents to do. So just using those for him has been the most fulfilling and most amazing thing that I could probably do. Well, that I could do um, in my time in college. So, well, I know for me that I have, uh, been very encouraged today. Um, and I'm not even an incoming freshman, right? Um, and so we hope that you guys out there who are listening are encouraged. We hope that you guys um, learned something from this. We hope that you guys had fun listening to it. I know that we had fun talking about it. Um, and so, yeah, uh, thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Tatum. We really thank appreciate you. you guys coming and just sharing some wisdom with us, sharing some insight, sharing your hearts with us. Um, Thank you. like I said, I, I was super encouraged. If you guys out there listening, um, were super encouraged or feel like, you know, somebody who could have been encouraged by this, send this to them. Um, subscribe to our podcast page, follow us on social media at the journey LBK. Um, yeah, we, we are excited to see what God's going to do this semester. So thank you for, for spending this time with us. Um, we love you guys and, uh, have a good one. Thanks for listening to The Journey Podcast. You can learn more about The Journey by checking us out on Instagram or Facebook. Just search for at the journey LBK.